Hey Natural Beauties, today we're taking a trip around the world and we're going to be talking about different ancestral skincare practices. Thank you for tuning in to Clean Beauty Over Coffee where we talk about all things that are wellness and beauty. So across the world, we know that beauty standards shift dramatically. Some of the earliest evidence of skincare records date back to between 10,000 BCE and 2000 BCE in Egypt where we have records on papyrus. Although there is evidence that argues that early people used to grind castor seeds to use the castor oil to moisturize their skin, the skincare practices start to become a little bit questionable when beauty starts becoming a very important part of the skincare regimen. And treating skincare ailments with lead and mercury were very popularized in Western Europe. Every corner of the world has different ways of going about skincare, and a lot are overlapping and yet so different. So since there are three of us here today, we're going to dive into three different countries. Before we jump in, a little message about our sponsor. Vilao is a culturally diverse, woman-owned small business based out of Texas, producing high-quality natural ingredients in our skincare for all skin and hair types. Vilao's Healthy Roots is the ideal hair care item in your beach or pool bag, coating your lush hair with a layer of nutritious protection. It keeps your hair healthy and soft in the harshness of the water. Trust me, it's a game changer. It's entirely non-toxic, so fear not for the ocean. Check it out at vilaonature.com. But before we jump back into our episode, please be sure you grabbed a nice hot cup of coffee and have a seat. Cheers. I'm your host, Marie, from France. Bonjour. Hola, everyone. This is Doris, your host from Honduras. And I'm Rosie, your host from Bulgaria. Dobro utro, everyone. Today's podcast will cover the ancient skincare practices of France, Honduras, and Bulgaria, and actually the regions that are adjacent to these countries. We're excited to share with you today the natural and traditional skincare practices from our countries. Now, these practices have been passed down from generation to generation and have proven to be effective in keeping our skin healthy and radiant. Oh, absolutely. In France, we have a long history of using natural ingredients for skincare. Some questionable, though. Our ancestors used to make use of abundant herbs and plants found in their backyards in the countryside to create their simple skincare products. Well, similarly, in Bulgaria, we have a rich tradition of using natural ingredients for skincare. We have a lot of medicinal herbs and plants that have been used for centuries to cure various ailments, including skin problems. And in Honduras, we also have a very long history of using natural ingredients for the skincare. Now we have a lot of tropical fruits and plants that are rich in vitamins and antioxidants that are great for the skin. Um, Honduras is very rich, I mean, we have a very rich rainforest. So of course we have an abundance of vegetation, herbs, plants, you know, clay, everything. So, um, and as they've been passed down from our ancestors, from the Mayans, you know, we have a lot of uh, rituals or traditions that are still in place nowadays. I, I find that so interesting. Uh, if you wouldn't mind diving in a little bit deeper into the skincare practices using these antioxidant and mineral rich skincare items. Sure, Marie. Now, one of the most popular natural skincare practices in Honduras is using coconut oil. Now, we use it to moisturize our skin, 
uh, as a natural emollient that easily absorbs into the skin. And we also use it as a hair mask to keep our hair shiny and healthy. Honduras is very rich also in like different cultures. So like if you go to the northern part of the country, because we're very close to the Caribbean, we have a mix, a mix of different people. Uh, so up in the north, you'll see more people using coconut oil than you see people in the south. Uh, we have, for example, uh, a group of people called the Garifunas, which are a mixed culture of African and indigenous and Spaniards, you know, a blend. And so we use coconut for everything, not just on our skin, on our hair, uh, also in our foods that we ingest. And as we know, coconut oil it has an immense amount of uh, benefits, uh, not just health-wise, you know, but, but minerals, vitamins that help us stay healthy, that help us, you know, function better, like our skin and our, our body, and, you know, to help us keep healthy. And yeah, the, those are one of the things. Another thing that we also do a lot of is uh, bathe in thermal waters because oh, nice. we have a lot of thermal waters that, you know, there, there are some volcanic areas around. So you get those thermal waters and people make trips to go and just bathe in these waters. And we know that is like super, super healthy and beneficial uh, to our skin, to our health, to our relaxation. I mean, that's just to mention a few of the things that are still in place today that people still do. And not to mention the fact that you get to go to a thermal water and you have mountains and cascades and you know all this nature and, and birds flying around, exotic birds that you see. It's just, that in itself is amazing and healing. It's Therapeutic all over. Therapeutical, <laughs> yes. It's, it's amazing to me that people back, back, back in the day also had the concept of ingesting the same ingredients that you put on your skin to have the same benefits from the inside out. Definitely. I know they did that a lot in Asia and in Egypt as well. They would ingest aloe vera or sesame seeds, rice water mm -hmm. to rice have the water. same inside out. And not just ingest, but like rice water, for example, on your hair. Mm -hmm. super, you know, cleansing your hair with rice water is amazing. And you, the best part of it is that it's all natural and you don't have all these chemicals staying in your, in your system, going through your skin and your hair. Mm -hmm. I know this lady, a Brazilian lady, who had a lot of health issues and she started using coconut oil pretty much for everything. It was mm -hmm. inside and out and she would swear by coconut oil. She fixed yes. everything that she had going wrong in her life mm -hmm. with coconut oil. And I believe it, my mother does it. My mother puts coconut oil in her coffee. She obviously applies it on her skin, her hair. Uh, I take coconut oil uh, tablets, you know, um, mm -hmm. because I don't like I don't like it in my coffee. <laughs> it's oily. I don't like the, I don't like the, the texture, the text, the the, the the taste. But also, my mother swears by it too, and she's been doing it for years. So again, I'm from the coast, so a lot of these traditions that these tribes have, they blend in, you know, to everyone in that region, as opposed to if you go to the southern parts of the country, it's different, different rituals, different things, you know, they don't have that much access to the coast and uh, the plantation changes. So you see a lot of coconut trees up in the northern coast, therefore we have a lot of that stuff to use. Mm -hmm. um, you know, cacao is amazing mm -hmm. as well, and I mean, and it's like a perfect cycle because you eat the fruit and you take the seeds, you toast them, you grind them, you, you make 
the powder and then you can make a whole bunch of stuff with that you can make lotion with the cacao you can make chocolate so you know you can use it in so many different ways mm -hmm. and i think it's nice that these traditions have been passed down and are they're not used as often but they're still being used mm -hmm. so it's amazing and, and it's beneficial i think it's going to pick up though because the generations are changing and kids nowadays are wanting to do more natural and more for the environment and, and we, we can only hope that they do yes. to save the planet yeah. yes and i will say that because at least where we live, where it's a melting pot, people mm -hmm. are sort of starting to feel like they're distanced mm -hmm. from their heritage, from their ancestors, and they're making an active conscious effort to try to get back in touch with their roots. Yeah. Um, I think we have to thank our, our mothers and grandmothers for that because mm -hmm. they, they are a key player in keeping those traditions still, at least, you know, keeping them known, even though we may not be able to do them exactly the same way like they did because they lived off the land and mm -hmm. here we, we don't all have the access to that but try to keep it as traditional as possible mm -hmm. what i find fascinating is a lot of these things we don't really understand how they work mm -hmm. like the coconut oil the cacao nibs and all that we do it because we know that mom did it mm -hmm. grandma did it but we don't really understand the chemistry. If you start digging in, you realize actually there's a whole science behind it. And like the coconut oil is actually great for your brain. Yeah. It's not just the skin, it's not just this and that. There is so much. I wonder how they knew that back in the day when they didn't, when they didn't have access to Google. Yeah. yeah, I wonder that too. But you know, I think part of it is the fact that they were more in tune with the the environment they knew what plants were the right ones to ingest which ones were the right ones to apply you know which ones to use which ones not to touch at all uh, nowadays we've kind of we've lost that intuition we have lost it completely yeah side note coconut oil is also a really 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 good makeup remover especially oh yes for, <laughs> for waterproof makeup yes I use it for, you know, oh, yeah. remove some of the waterproof, <laughs> the mascara and stuff. Yeah, Giselle Bunchen does it, so we should all do it. <laughs> and we will all look like her. <laughs> After you apply, you'll be like... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Gotta give it that extra boost with aloe vera. Aloe vera, that's another one. It's amazing. You know? mm -hmm. So how do they do things in, in other places, like that you guys have, like Bulgaria, for example? Well, Bulgaria, we use a lot of natural oils as well. One of the most popular ones is the Bulgarian rose, Rosa Damasena. We did a whole podcast about the properties of roses and including that. So I'm not gonna go over the whole thing now, but um, rosehip oil is another one that's pretty impressive. It's used as a staple I think internationally at this point, it's full of vitamins, A, C, E. It's great for reducing fine lines and wrinkles. What else? We, we use lavender oil, which is really soothing. Yeah. I, used, I used lavender oil on my kids when they were babies. Mm -hmm. uh, lavender and olive oil were the two things that I used mm -hmm. the most. Yeah, olive oil is another one that I have seen my grandmother um, put a jar full of herbs. Mm. 
top it off with olive oil and leave it for a few weeks and then use it for a skin treatment for rosacea, eczema, all that. Wow. Yeah, it sounds really good too. Mm, to eat. Like yeah, and it smells good. And <laughs> <laughs> some pita bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that they would use infused olive oils heavily in ancient Greece. Yes. Be yeah, the home of the olive tree. It's uh, yeah, Bulgaria and Greece share a frontier, mm -hmm. so the whole Mediterranean region uses a lot of olive oil, very similar stuff. Of course, I'll claim that it all comes from Bulgaria, but it's, yeah. <laughs> not true. You know, interestingly enough, they actually use olive oil a lot as sun protection they would use olive oil with a little bit of a grinded some type of fine powder it could have been flour it could have been like uh, finely ground mica or something and they would use it as sun protection wow yeah well as far as the famous nutritionists claim if we didn't eat bad foods processed foods and rancid oils we wouldn't need to have extra sunscreen for protection because our bodies are fully equipped for that but we all eat poorly so <laughs> now we need to figure out how to protect ourselves <laughs> <laughs> well okay so in france we actually have a really long-standing tradition of using honey in our skincare it's a natural humectant, so that, so that means it retains and it attracts the moisture into your skin. It's also antibacterial, and that makes it really good for treating acne-prone skin and dry skin. Mm -hmm. Dry skin, so it retains the, the, moist, the moisture. Mm -hmm. oh. It's really good for fortifying the skin barrier. Oh. And because it penetrates into your skin, it works really great with um, allergies, it actually helps you become allergy resistant for your local plants. Historically, a lot of nobles in infused or incorporated honey and yogurt in their skin lightening treatments. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I never heard that. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Hmm. <laughs> so um, another thing, well, we talked about olive oil earlier and, and I just want to mention that olive oil is also really good for uh, treating, as we know, treating and soothing uh, sunburns, you know, as it's cooling and moisturizing. It's also great for reducing inflammation and redness. Well, in Bulgaria for sunburns, we use yogurt. Oh, wow. So yogurt, again, for those who don't know, actually comes from Bulgaria, hence the name, which is Lactobacillus bulgaricus. The bacteria that creates yogurt has the Bulgarian name. It's used widely for pretty much everything. Sunburns, skincare, you can cleanse your skin because it contains lactic acid, so it's really good for exfoliation. Like a it, soft exfoliator. Soft exfoliator, yeah. exactly. Because when you do it with the actual chemical lactic acid, you can severely burn yourself, which I have done personally. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to DIY test. can And thank goodness for aloe vera <laughs> yes. that brought you back to life. Yeah. <laughs> aloe vera and Bilau products. <laughs> Remove my second degree burns. Yeah, that yes. was a time. That was left like... no trace at all. <laughs> Yeah, actually lactic acid was used for, again, the skin lightening back in ancient Egypt. 
they actually would also bathe. Not only would they use yogurt, but they would fully body immerse themselves, at least Cleopatra did, in sour milk because of the higher mm. content of lactic acid. Yeah, there, there are a lot of places where people still apply different products for skin lightening. In Asia, they're very popular. Bulgaria, not so much anymore. Mm -hmm. I guess that was back in the day when people would put tons of powder and that was the trend mm. you had to Going be. from toxic to at least something that's more acceptable today. <laughs> yeah. Lead and mercury to lactic acid, kojic acid, yes. lemon juice also is very yeah. popular lightener. I, some celebrities still bathe in milk though, because I've heard J-Lo bathes in milk. Really? That's what I, of course, you know, can't always believe the tabloids, <laughs> but I mean, it, it doesn't sound so strange because of all the properties and benefits. And mm -hmm. you gotta admit, she has amazing skin, I mean. She yes, does. She does. does. And milk also contains calcium. Mm -hmm. As we know, everything that you put on your skin gets through the skin into your body. So that must be good all over to get a big shot of calcium into your body. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, it's amazing how much all of these things that we were talking about, you can eat them, drink them, cook with them and ingest them. And like you said, Marie, it heals your skin and it nurtures your skin from the inside out. But the fact that you can put them on, bathe in them, apply them, and how fast your skin will absorb them. And, you know, it'll treat your skin in a different way from a different angle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, your skin is the largest organ on your body, full of pores. So it, it works faster than digesting food itself. And talking about pores, in Bulgaria, we also use natural clays for skincare. And clays tend to cleanse your, your pores and shrink them. So one of the clays that are most popular in Bulgaria is the Bulgarian rose clay. Historically, it has been used for different things. It's still used in skincare. And now you can actually purchase your clay mask and just do it at home. It's uh, It contains kaolin. It's a mineral that is very gentle on the skin. It gives it properties that make it make the clay antiseptic, soothing, anti-inflammatory. It stimulates circulation. It absorbs the excess sebum and it regulates it. It regulates its secretion. It stimulates cell regeneration, tightens the pores, slows down the aging process. It's one of the staples in ancient skincare. So nowadays, of course, you can find all these clays in Bulgaria, including Moroccan red clay, Canadian glacial clay, and you, know, you, you name it. But the rose clay is one that has been used since back in the day. Mm -hmm. Nature is magical. I mean, to see all these natural ingredients do such amazing things for us blows my mind to this day, even though I've been researching this forever now. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, Doris, do you know of any other interesting, I don't know, ingredients people use in their skincare in Central America? Well, another popular skincare uh, practice that we have in Honduras is papaya. Again, a lot of the skincare routines and rituals are from the tropical fruits that we are you know rich in so we use it as a natural exfoliant and it the papaya contains an enzyme called papaina that helps break down the dead skin cells so we use it as a face mask to brighten and even out your skin tone not to mention that papaya is also good um if you take it like for stomach issues you know for the gut which again we all know the gut is connected to everything literally and <laughs> a healthy gut is healthy skin which is in another <laughs> podcast that you can listen to where we talk about that but uh 
yeah, so papaya is a big, it's a, a big thing to use on your skin. And it tastes delicious. It's it really is delicious. Good. I don't know if you guys have seen, there was a huge trend on de-parasiting your intestines. Mm. And people were swallowing papaya seeds mm -hmm. and chewing yes. on them. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? Because I... I know. I'm, I know it's done. Mm -hmm. uh, like Rosie said, I don't know the science behind mm -hmm. it. But I have heard of that. Um, I have heard of that. I take papaya pills because uh again to keep a healthy gut uh you know probiotics that uh, it's in a more natural way mm, but also um, yeah probiotics help with the gut to remove parasites mm -hmm. so that makes perfect sense actually yeah plus yeah. It, papaya papaya the papaina which is like the milky if you've ever seen the papaya plant the papaya fruit if you kind of scratch it a little bit it it'll cry i say cry because it'll tear down this milk this milky juice and that's the papaina so oh. that is like the stuff that they put on. It comes from that. And it's a it's another soft exfoliant on your skin. Mm, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's something that we should consider making a DIY mm -hmm. mask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, some spas do use it. The Natural Skin Care Studio uses a papaina mask to treat yeah. skin Actually, conditions. Actually, you're right, because I remember Patty using that mm -hmm. on my skin. Yeah, my skin loved it. Yes. Yeah. And again, it's one of these things that has all these benefits for you and then you get the aromatherapy at the same time because it smells so good. It smells so good, yes. It awakens all the senses because you smell it and then you want to eat it. <laughs> you know what? Drink Actually, it in a milkshake or a smoothie. It's funny that you mentioned that because in Ayurveda or also in old Chinese medicine, they would go about all your problems, including skin problems, with the five senses. Mm -hmm. So being that it's aromatic and it tastes good, and it feels good to the skin mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. I mean, all of that together is a huge And the fact that your skin that. just, it just sucks it up. Yeah. And it is so beneficial and nutritionist, like nutritional for your skin. Mm -hmm. Actually, there is a, an absolutely delicious dessert that comes from Brazil as well. Mousse de papaya. It's a mousse of papaya. Mm -hmm. It's a blend of papaya with vanilla ice cream. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> you just blend it and eat it and it's mm, in front of a Brazilian beach. <laughs> the five senses yes. be kicking I feel the breeze. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, you sit on Copacabana and uh -huh. devour that. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Bulgaria, we also use herbal teas for skincare. I don't know if you guys have ever done that. You know, when your eyes are puffy, you would drink some chamomile tea and then use the tea bags when they cool off to put them on your eyes and they just... I put them in the fridge. Yes. Put them in the fridge, let them cool off a little bit and then you put them on your eyes and it just makes one. It, it relieves all that stress and tiredness from being on the computer and on the phone. Yeah, it helps really. Another thing that I do is also nettles, nettle tea. That's something that's really good for your hair, for your skin. I love nettles because when I was little, my grandmother used to cook nettles a lot. That famous nettle soup was delicious. So every time I smell nettle tea, to me that brings back memories and I think that it probably helps more because I think it helps <laughs> than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I picture my grandmother and when she said something worked, yeah. obviously I believed it as a child. Yeah. They, they know, again, they may, they may not know the science behind it, but they just know from tradition that it works. Yes. Uh, in, the Mayans had a drink called uh, balche, made from uh, the bark of the balche tree. It's a real pretty tree with purple flowers. 
but it was like a ceremonial drink. But that's also very, very cleansing. So it was really beneficial for your skin. Usually they would follow it with a massage, some kind of massage to again help. The massage was more of a, it wasn't relaxation, it was more of a cleansing thing. Like lymphatic. Yes, like mm -hmm. a lymphatic massage, but it, it's the way of helping your system follow its circulation and you know have your body flush itself out like remove all the toxins from the different parts of the body where it accumulates now we know it's oh, what is it like when your muscles get sore you have all that it's like acid, right? like yeah it mm -hmm. gets accumulated you know now we know that's what it is i don't know if they knew that back then but they just knew you know to massage your body in a certain way and you drink this tea and it like helps it's a whole system that helps you physically internally and mentally i guess in the long run mentally and spiritually that's very cool actually i was also reading that lately there are a lot of people that have problems with lymphatic stagnation mm. which is i think just sign of the days we sit in front of our computers all day long mm. and nobody moves and the lymphatic system doesn't actually have a pump unlike the you know heart pumping your blood so we need to move in order to get that lymphatic fluid draining mm -hmm. and that causes us to feel sluggish achy and then that leads to yeah swollen inflammation and then bad yeah. mood i mean and it just dominoes from there and your immune system doesn't function as well when it's not moving so i guess that that kind of massage really helps with yeah. all that even though back in the day they did move a lot <laughs> oh, yeah. it's funny how like things have you know now we always think of massage and we think um relaxation pleasure but there's so yes. many other health benefits to it mm-hmm mm -hmm. So in France, we use a lot of natural skincare remedies that have been passed down through generations. Uh, for example, we use a lot of herbal vinegars in our skincare. It's great for toning and clarifying the skin, and it also, as we all know, has antiseptic properties. It's amazing to see how much we can learn from each other's natural skincare practices. So when it comes to vinegars, we all know, like you Doris were mentioning about the gut, we know apple cider vinegar is wonderful for the gut and the gut is wonderful for your skin health. Yes. So all these vinegars, they, they are dating from way back when people probably just intuitively knew what yeah. was good for them. I mean, back in the day, I mean, not vinegar, but fermented grape juice, wine and beer was all that they drank because water was not a safe thing to drink back in the day so mm -hmm. they were forced to drink a lot of fermented foods which hopefully for the most part if they didn't overdo it was feeding their gut instead of destroying their liver <laughs> not to mention you're probably always happy <laughs> <laughs> i may need to adapt yeah. adopt that form of lifestyle <laughs> In France, we also use a lot of floral waters for skincare. One of the most popular worldwide is rose water, which is really good for toning and hydrating skin. And I use it every day as a face mist to soothe and balance my skin. I love rose water. It reminds me of my teenage years because my mom used to make us, uh, my sister and I, a oatmeal mask with rose water. And you know, you, you would apply it on your skin. It was just a mixture of rose water and oatmeal, literally that's all it was. And you smash it together and you make a paste and you put it on and it just felt so refreshing and it smelled so good. And roses are calming also, you know, they, they calm your senses and they 
relieve stress. Psychological benefits as well as physical. Actually, the exact recipe that you're talking about, we featured on our website not too long ago. Amazing recipe, and I am pretty sure I read that that was one of the recipes that also Cleopatra used. Yeah, she liked all those nice smells. <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, rose oil. She's famous for being one of the first people to indulge in rose oil mm. and making it actually worldwide famous. Yeah. Wow. Well, in Honduras, we also have a lot of natural ingredients for hair care. So one of the most popular is avocado. Uh, that reminds me of my grandmother. She used to use avocado oil in her hair. And the lady lived it to be 94, and I swear she only had gray hair on the front part of her hair. You'd see the back, and it was 94 years old, and she still had a lot of black hair. Um, so Amazing. I give credit to the avocado oil because that's the one thing that I remember her the most using on her hair. Um, so, you know, to this day, we still use it as a hair mask. Uh, to nourish and hydrate our hair because it has rich vitamins and healthy fats. Mm -hmm. And proteins, and the proteins I'm pretty sure are what feed the keratin mm -hmm. in the hair. Plus it has a nice scent to it, you know, you don't, it's not that heavy scent yeah. that you're gonna, it's gonna stay in your hair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have a conditioner that smells exactly like the avocado oil that my grandmother used. And every time I open that, I swear, I, I, it reminds me of her. <laughs> uh, it was called uh, aguacatina, is what it was called. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how you smell something and it transports you back it in time. memories. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's beautiful. And yeah. uh, just to repeat earlier, my amazement that we can ingest and use the same ingredients for hair and skin to keep everything healthy and radiant. It's the perfect example that Mother Nature provides for us what we need mm -hmm. and to keep us balanced and to keep it balanced to keep the environment balanced yeah the moment we start synthesizing ingredients we start adding chemicals and toxins and we should stick to what we have using natural ingredients is not only beneficial to our skin and hair but I mean ultimately to the planet like you were just saying Doris yeah the um, Rosie tell me a little bit more about nettle I, mean, I don't know much about nettle it's a plant stinging nettles is the exact name when you touch the plant it burns your fingers Oh, okay. So <laughs> I have some in a pot here ah. <laughs> because I planted it, but it's not enough to do anything with it because I have a tiny garden, so <laughs> one pot of nettles doesn't do anything. So nettles are jam-packed with vitamins. They're good. You can eat them again, drink tea, nettle mm. tea. Can you apply it in any way or form? Nettle tea is usually used as a rinse, just like rice water oh. for your hair. Okay. And it's really good. It fortifies the hair. Amazing. I have never used it in anything else outside of the hair. My grandmother used to be the one to pick the nettles because the burning somehow helped her arthritis. Oh, wow. So okay. stinging nettles are good for arthritis, collagen. Now how, I definitely don't know. Hmm. That's but, amazing. But it's also one of these things that yeah, you, you hear from your grandparents but don't really know how. <laughs> And again, that just really goes to show that nature has everything that we need to keep our skin and hair and body healthy and radiant. Absolutely. And it's important to remember that natural ingredients are often more gentle and less harsh, just like we were mentioning earlier, on your skin than synthetic ingredients. Yes, and, and they're also more sustainable and eco-friendly, like Maria was saying, than many synthetic ingredients. Yeah, it's 
not only beneficial to our skin and hair, but ultimately living in synergy with the environment betters the planet as well. And that's something that we can all do no matter where we live, what our budget is. Natural skincare practices are accessible to everyone and the cleaner the better. Mm -hmm. That's right. And also a way to connect with our ancestral traditions, which is something that we don't do enough and we can honor the wisdom of our ancestors. I could not agree more with that. So with that said, thank you everyone for joining us today for this discussion on ancestral skincare practices. We hope you learned a little something new and are inspired to incorporate some of these natural ingredients into your own skincare and hair care routines. For today's freebie, we have a traditional French herbal vinegar recipe for your skincare and how we use it. So first, gather your ingredients. One cup of apple cider vinegar, one fourth cup of rosemary leaves, one fourth cup of sage leaves, one fourth cup of thyme leaves, one fourth cup of lavender flowers. In a glass jar, add the rosemary, sage, thyme, and lavender flowers. Pour the apple cider vinegar over the herbs in the jar. Seal the jar tightly and place it in a cool, dark place for two weeks. After two weeks, strain the herbs from the vinegar and transfer it to a glass bottle. Now here's how you use the herbal vinegar for skincare. After cleansing your face, soak a cotton ball in the herbal vinegar and apply it gently to your skin. Let the herbal vinegar dry on your skin, then apply your regular moisturizer. It essentially acts as a toner. It's important to patch test the herbal vinegar on a small area on your skin before you use it on your entire face to avoid any allergic reactions to see if your skin is compatible with it. The herbal vinegar can help reduce inflammation, balance the pH of your skin, essentially feeding the microbiome of your skin. Thank you all so much for being here today. We appreciate your support. Please leave a comment and a review. We'd like to hear from you guys. Please subscribe to our channel, Clean Beauty Over Coffee. And please follow us on our Instagram page at Vilao underscore nature or our Facebook page, Vilao Nature. Thank you again so much and we'll see you in two weeks. Au revoir. Adios. Tu vis Cheers.